Welcome to my podcast, Coaching in Nature. My name is Dr. Andrea Sibylla Clausen. I am a coach and a medical doctor. Here you'll learn everything about how you can improve your life, your personal well-being and the well-being of our planet. You get amazing coaching and health tips and you will meet inspiring guests who all have one thing in common. They love nature and they care about our planet. Last week we spoke about the importance of connecting with nature. Today we are tapping into the area of the body from which that connection most likely takes place. When I studied medicine 35 years ago, the location of feelings was, of course, at one place, our brain, the one between our ears. Yet research shows that we have more than one area in the body from which we feel. Today's podcast will focus on the exploration of brains in our bodies. Yes, you heard right, plural. Is it possible that we have two brains, one in our head and one in our belly? I can remember every time nature moved me to feel something, that feeling to me did not express itself in my head. Instead, I felt the appreciation, the beauty, the connection in the area of my heart and my tummy. Again almost like when you are physically attracted to someone, the butterflies flutter in your tummy, not in your head. This leaves us with the following question. Which of our brains are stimulated or inspired when we are in nature? Are we listening and responding to nature more with our cognitive brain or our gut brain? And how would we know which one is involved? Do they express the same? Act the same? Feel the same? More and more scientists are doing research on the brain-gut connection, stating that we have a brain in our head called central nervous system, CNS, and a brain in our belly called ENS, enteric nervous system. Our belly brain has more than 100 million nerve cells. Our entire gut system is covered by a thin, very thin spider web made out of nerve cells. It is microscopically thin, but oh, so sophisticated and functional. The main role of ENS is to absorb and manage the complicated process of digestion. As we know, we as humans not only absorb food, we also absorb a myriad of other things such as impressions, conversations, assumptions. The biggest of these digestions most probably are feelings. As we know, feelings can be absorbed both as positive and negative and both have an enormous impact on our body system. On the positive side, 
I think we can all relate to that. A warm and relaxed feeling in your belly when we feel loved and acknowledged. I'm not even talking about the butterflies in the tummy when we are freshly in love. Then on the other side lies the negative emotions, the ones that leave you afraid, insecure, scared or unloved. And I'm sure you know at least one person who gets problems in his or her belly when under stress. Diarrhea, bloating, constipation, pain. So there is a lot going on in the belly. And can this gut brain even think? Researchers found something really interesting. The gut cannot think by itself. It just has not the same capacity as the brain in our skull. But what it can do is that it can communicate back and forth with our brain in our skull. Back and forth, back and forth, all the time. And the researchers even consider that depression and anxiety can occur because of an irritation in the gut system. And 30 to 40 percent of the population has bowel problems at some point in their lives that might be as a result of the gut's inability to do this back and forth communication with the brain in our skull. This may explain why a high percentage of people with a chronic inflammation of the bowel develop depression and anxiety. Gut and brain, ENS and CNS talk to each other. And this is why treatments like mind-body therapy works very well because it helps both brains and they can help each other to regain balance. This bi-directional chat between these two brains works through neural, endocrine and immune signals. This means there is a constant flow of hormones, neurotransmitters like serotonin, immune reactions and activity in the soft tissue of the bowel. So the main key to well-being is to improve the communication between the skull brain, CNS, and the gut brain, ENS. And here nature comes into the scene. Nature calms the mind and there is less cognitive stimuli to be digested. Close your eyes for a moment and envision the communication between the skull brain, CNS, and gut brain, ENS. You're walking in the forest and it is a beautiful clear day. The sun is the perfect temperature and everything around you seems to be in perfect harmony. The birds are chatting away and then the conversation within yourself takes place. Maybe like this. CNS. ENS, can you hear me? ENS. Yes, my dear, I can hear you loud and clear. What's up? CNS. 
Oh, great. Listen, something amazing is happening. I have had no computer screen or mobile phone on my eyeballs for the last 10 minutes. Only trees. I can't believe this. <sighs> Finally, a moment to just enjoy being here. And you know what is even better? I do not have to think about anything right now. I don't have to care about Instagram likes and Facebook comments or answering emails and completing deadlines. Nothing. Nada. <sighs> hey, ENS. You can take it easy now, buddy. All good now. Nothing to digest at the moment from my side. Did I mention nothing to worry about? It's just us and the birds and the wind blowing and nothing to achieve. We are clear from danger and stress at this very moment. Ianus. Thanks, buddy, for the information. Highly appreciated. I trust your input. I am taking it easy now and just do what is fun work. Heart rate has gone down too. Puh, finally. I hate being in this treadmill of constantly needing to produce more stuff than needed. Enjoy the birds. Unfortunately, I cannot hear them. And CNS, keep me in the loop, and I'll get back to you when I have news from my side. The point that I'm trying to make is this. We need to become aware that our thinking and our feeling has to firstly align and secondly be processed, not only in our cognitive mind, that is to say in the CNS, but also in our gut brain, the ENS. An ENS gut brain then also needs to digest information that comes from the skull brain. It needs time to process and appreciate. In these times, it is easy to overeat, not only with too much food, but also too much information. There is a lot of information and expectations that need to be filtered and digested in a very short space of time. It's a little bit like when people used to send letters to each other by post. Everyone had to wait days or weeks or even months for the letters to go back and forth. So there was time to digest the content. Think upon it and respond as and when we were ready. We waited sometimes a week or more for an answer, and the receiver of a letter could digest the content of the letter, think about it, and then answer. There was no expectation of getting back to a person as soon as possible to remain credible and responsive. What is needed in these times of uncertainty and digital tsunami? Time is needed to reset both our brains on a regular basis. Our brains need a break. Recovery time. Like a muscle needs a break after an intense workout. This means it is important to press the internal reset button to release the tension that has piled up. This reset will allow the two brains to realign themselves. 
It is when these two are out of sync that we often feel a mismatch between information, communication, expectations and the ability of our two brains to digest the input. Can you eat three chocolate cakes in a row? No, one maybe, but three is just too much. So one easy way to release tension in our system is to spend time in nature. Some researchers say that even 10 minutes per day is enough. There is even evidence that plants in a room have an impact on our level of stress and anxiety. Even our brains need basic housekeeping in order to maintain our everyday lives. As our schedules just do not allow us to spend hours in nature or in a natural environment. Some of you might say, I meditate. Well, of course you can meditate. But many people have problems with stopping their brain's thinking and they perceive meditation as another burden or task they need to do to gain a benefit for their health. Meditation is very beneficial. Being in nature is also very powerful. So if you are interested in aligning yourself to reset yourself, then perhaps you could try the following, even starting today, to get in touch with your brains. You can try an exercise that is not based on proven scientific research. It is a possible and safe experiential approach just to get a feel. Try to figure out whether you can feel something in your body or not. Explore it. You can get a sense of alignment and relaxation by just paying attention, by doing very little things. And you can train your awareness not to get something out of it, but rather stay curious around what might happen or not. Go outside, wherever you are, be it in the big city, be it in your little village while you are at home. Put your timer on, your alarm on for 10 minutes. The moment you are outside, stop walking. Just stand still. You can close your eyes or keep your eyes open. Then try to get a feel for the direction your gut wants to go. Your intuition. Not you in your skull brain. Where do you feel drawn to? Left or right? Observe. What is happening during this observation? And remember, there is no good or bad, right or wrong with this decision. I want you to focus on the feeling of where do I feel drawn to? Not what do I see and what do I want to do next? While you are doing this, don't forget to breathe slowly through your nose. Yes, your nose, not your mouth. Take your time. 
Then start moving into the direction that feels good in this very moment. Enjoy the moment of this decision that purely came out of your gut brain. Continue for a while with your own pace and stop when your clock rings. After this experiment you may immediately feel more relaxed and refreshed. Maybe you have even a little smile on your face. The thinking part of you will immediately question you in asking, what am I doing here? Is this really working? And then your gut brain might respond with, but ah, why not? Try it out, in the city or in nature. Observe how birds decide to fly in a certain direction. It's easy and light, effortless, it's fun. Please let me know about your experience. When you did what your gut told you and ENS and CNS felt kind of aligned, how was it? My next podcast will be about wolves. Wild wolves, yes! I am following the track of wolves in Eastern Germany. I want to find out what it is like to hear the howling of a wolf in nature and tracking the spoor reading the puzzle of what is going on in the wolf tribe. You will find the information about the mentioned articles in my blog on iamwilderness.de And I would highly appreciate if you would subscribe on my show. Stay tuned.